I think I have seen every episode of Bar Rescue. It is back, seventh season, Sunday night, 10 o'clock, Paramount Network, formerly Spike TV, by the way. So yes. if you think it's Switch Networks, it just changed the name of the network. John Taffer is with us. He's the uh, he's the guy who puts it all together. Hi, John. Hey, John. Hey, guys. How are you? Doing good. great. It's good to talk to you again. You know, I could have used you so many years ago, and I know that you had another spinoff show, The Marriage Rescue. So back in, like, 2006, my ex-husband and I decided... What better way to save our marriage than to buy a bar? <laughs> it's three oh years of my, my yeah. That didn't work out so well, did it? No, I should have dumped the husband and got the Harley Davidson, which was the plan in the first place before buying the bar. But yeah, that was three years of my life. I'll never get back. But when I see Bar Rescue and I see husbands and wives or girlfriends and boyfriends go into a venture like this together, it really doesn't work out well. No, it's very difficult. The problem is you can be husband and wife outside the bar, but in the bar... Somebody has to be the boss, and it's really a, it's not a partnership in that way. So it creates for a very frustrating marriage, for sure. Oh, no doubt. Some of my favorite bar rescues, though, honestly, Torg, is, is the ones that are husband and wife where I can actually not only impact the business but help their marriage, too. Those are the ones that mean the most to me. Yeah, and, and it's really stressful, and the, and the show does such a great job of you talking about you know why the marriage is breaking down because of the bar. Now, throughout your seventh season, and you've done comedy clubs, and I think there was like a pirate concept in one. Oh, the pirate yeah. one was one of my favorites. What's the weirdest concept <laughs> yeah. when you walked into a bar over the course of the six seasons you've done? The strangest one ever was a bar in Austin, Texas called Headhunters. And when I walked into it, they had a band on stage, a punk rock band on stage, and the lead singer was a woman who dropped a bunch of red fluid on the da- on the stage, and then a baby fell out, so she miscarried during her song. And of course, it wasn't a real miscarriage; yeah. it was solid fake blood. Right. But it was the most unfun, unbar, most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. I will never forget it as long as I live. Is that and the that place? Is that the place that you wrapped up filming? Uh, no, that that was the one my wife was walked in with me to do recon, and Bugs walked across her toes of her shoes, okay. and she walked out. She said, that's it, I'm out of here, and she left. Because in the history of the show, you've only had one, one bar owner pull the plug, plug, correct? Yes, and I've walked out twice. Okay. Now, I'm, so there's three times that we didn't finish. Yeah, the O-bar. That was... The old bar was a walkout, that's right. And yeah. then the dugout in Chicago was the other walkout. Wow. The old bar, by the way, after I walked out about seven months later, he got convicted uh, for assault of an employee. Oh, really? So, hmm, so that was brought up in the show. So, it's not surprising that he finally got popped for it. No. So, so I did the right thing by walking out, for sure. No wow. Doubt. Hey, at what point, John, because when you do the show, people are hundreds of thousands in, of, in debt at some point. Is there, for a bar owner, is there a certain amount of money when you're in the hole, you should just wrap it up and quit and sell or fold? Well, it's all relative. A big bar is a bigger number. If you have a lot of money, maybe you ride it out longer. You know what's interesting about the bar business is so many bars run out of money, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't have failed if they didn't run out of money. Sometimes it takes a few months to figure it out. And if you don't have enough money to last for those few months, it's a shame. Bars go broke uh, uh, right before they would have turned the corner to success. It's almost like what Vince Lombardi said. He never lost a football game. He just ran out of time. Bars <laughs> thought of that way. So, you know, you got to have some extra money to, to learn the business, weather it out, understand that particular bar. Often they don't turn profit till month three or four. 
Uh, Bar Rescue's John Taffer, Season 7, to this coming Sunday night on the Paramount Network. What's the biggest mistake that people make when they get into the bar business? A lot of, like, I made the mistake, hey, let's save our marriage, let's get in a bar together. Or everyone thinks it's going to be a great time, I get to sit in my own bar and drink for free. Yep, well, they they get into it for social reasons, you're right. And uh, it's not a very easy business, it's a tough business. It's the hardest thing ever. Labor costs. It is. And it's, you know, you work 20 hours a day, you're there day and night. It's not social and it's not fun. And I tell people all the time, if you want to open a bar for social reasons, do it in your basement. It's a lot cheaper than doing it as a business. Hey, uh, you know, John, take us behind the scenes because if people watch the show, the first part of the show is you guys have cameras in the bar and the employees are goofing up or the owner's goofing up or they're drinking or they're doing something to the food. Don't these idiots know that you have cameras in there and that you're watching everything? They've seen the show, right? It's just every episode they're stupid. (laughs) It's unbelievable. The cameras go in about a day and a half before I get there, so they get a little used to them being there. But obviously they forget about them because look at the fools they act like on camera. So, so it's interesting. You put the cameras in place and I'm there and I have cameras and there's lights. And, you know, it seems like a television show when you're there, but it's not. It takes on this real reality that's unbelievable. The intensity is incredible. And the cameras do disappear. One of the biggest things that I always notice when you go into these bar rescues, if they have a kitchen, is how people just don't understand the whole process of cross-contamination and why people get sick with some of the food that they serve. Oh, yes. And and they don't realize, you know, there's three types of cross-contamination. is biological, which, of course, are germs and bacteria. There's chemical which is even cleaning chemicals and food and things like that. And then there's material, which would be metal filings and food, wood chips and food, (laughs) things like that. I've seen all three in Bar Rescue. I mean, I've seen them put cleaning chemicals above a food bin. You know, we've seen unbelievable cross-contamination. That's the one thing, Torg, that freaks me out because, you know, that's going to get somebody sick. We could kill somebody. So that'll get me angry for sure. That's probably the thing that gets me the angry. Yeah. It's your responsibility in getting somebody sick. Now, on TV, it appears that you're a pretty big guy, Have you, and you use tremendous amount of restraint. Have it's ever, you know, and I, I know guys have gotten your face, but has it ever gotten close to being physical? No, not really. I've been pushed once or twice, but not really. You know, it's, it's uh, at the end of the day, and even as intense as it is, they know in the back of my mind I'm there to help them, not right. fight with them. So, so, you know, as intense as those moments seem, in the back of their mind when they get ready to, that's it, I've had it, you know, something stops them. And I think it's my, my sincerity to be there to help them. And it really that is. a long way. There's, there's a psychology involved. There has to be with dealing with people like that and the psychology of the bar business in and of itself. It is. And, and you know, how do I crack through? Yeah. You know, these people have been failing for years. Sometimes I appeal to their pride. You know, what happens when you fail? How are you going to feel when you lose your house? What are your friends going to say? Sometimes I appeal to their children. I'll pull a picture out of their kid and say, how do you like saying no to your son every day? Wouldn't it be nice to say yes for something? <laughs> you know, how do you feel that your wife disrespects you? You're going to lose another house? How, how long do you lose your car? <laughs> I mean, I got I to gotta shake him up to change him. And sometimes that shake-up is pretty ugly. But if I don't shake them up, Torg, I don't change them. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what are we going to see this season? Season 7 now, 12 episodes this season. What, what, what are some of the bars we're going to see? Oh, boy. It's not only the bars. It's the people. Uh, uh, T-Pain is in the first episode doing recon for me, which is hysterical. Uh, I think the third episode this season is Marshawn Lynch. 
Marshawn opened a bar in Oakland, California, his hometown, and he's a very colorful NFL player, yeah. you might know. And what he did is he named the bar after a friend of his who was shot when he was a teenager. And then he filled the bar with ex-cons and people oh. who need a second chance. Okay. And, and he means so well. He's trying to do something special for the community and help these people. And he's a community guy. But the problem is when you put a bunch of ex-cons and second chancers in a bar, they don't exactly respect authority. So it was a mess. So to go in and help him, you know, realign this bar and set it up for the community and help all the second chancers in there that really wanted to be successful was amazingly powerful to me. It's, it's one of my favorite episodes. You know, in Bar Rescue, sometimes I teach them about the bar business. Sometimes they teach me about life. And the Marshawn Lynch episode did. Yeah, and you know, the amazing thing about your show is, you know, I used to live in Phoenix. I used to hang out the Georgian Dragon that you did. I didn't even know how bad it was. I just went there to drink. <laughs> That's funny. You're doing well. They're, they're one of our big success stories. Uh, they're kicking butt down there. Yeah, do you find that people will visit a city and then go to your bars? Oh, I bet. Oh, yeah. we get we, I get emails and stuff all the time. They do tours of bar rescue bars in certain cities sometimes. It's great to see. Wow. It feels wonderful that fans get involved like that. I can't tell you how good that feels. Well, well you so, made a franchise out of it and absolutely love the show, John. Yeah, it's great. Seventh uh, season of Bar Rescue, and it's Paramount Network Sunday nights at 10. Thanks, John. Great to talk to you. Take care. Right, take care.